If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thank you again for episode 1500. That was yesterday. I am so grateful. I'm also so amazed. Like I never thought I would actually get to 1500 episodes. The original goal was 365. Uh, so I don't know if we'll get to 3,000, right? That's the problem with doubling is as like the more you do, it gets harder. Like when I did 100 episodes, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to get to 200. Uh, so I'm not sure we're going to get to 3,000, but I'm firmly committed to 1,501. I can say that with confidence because here it is, right? This is 1,501. Uh, welcome to Side Hustle School. My name is Chris Gillipo. There are an estimated 200 to 500 million people in the world who meditate daily. Are you one of those people? I have tried multiple times and haven't been successful. I have lots of other good habits. Meditation is not one. Uh, so I'm always interested to hear from other people who have found it to work for them. And I think that's great. That's wonderful. Maybe part of my problem is I'm doing it wrong or I'm thinking about it wrong because not all those people, those 200 to 500 million people, uh, they're not all the same. So in today's story, this is interesting, a longtime fan of meditation creates enlightenment guidebooks for what he calls ordinary dudes. He's focused on men. His guidebooks include a beer can on the cover. Okay, so he's trying to find a market within a market. Ordinary dudes, he calls it. Freelancer writes his own story by creating meditation books for men. That's what we'll look at today after this quick message from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. John Whaler has been meditating since he was 17 years old. He says that it's helped him overcome anxiety, panic attacks, and even saved his relationship with his now wife, who was actually his girlfriend at the time. But unlike a lot of meditators, John doesn't completely buy into the hippie culture surrounding meditation. Although he says that there's nothing wrong with that, he found himself wanting to connect with people outside that space. He especially hoped to encourage men who had previously written off the idea. And that's what sparked his desire to write An Ordinary Dude's Guide to Meditation. John wanted to dispel the myths and preconceived notions about meditation. But this wasn't his first experience with writing professionally. John works as a freelance writer and published his first book a few years before, called Backpack Abroad Now. 
Through that first publishing experience, he ran into many pitfalls. He had a difficult time learning how to self-publish on Amazon and says that he didn't have a great cover, which makes a big difference. So he's changed it since then. Taking all that he'd learned, he wrote and published his Ordinary Dude's Guide. Unfortunately, this second book didn't do well either. In the first six months, it only sold 20 copies. John was disappointed. He really believed in his book, and even though it was nonfiction, he knew he had a novel idea. He couldn't find any other meditation books that catered to men, and especially none that had a beer can on the cover. That's when he discovered Amazon advertising. He started using it and invested just $25 a month at first. He sold 27 books in August that year, and then released a paperback version in September. Once again, he saw a significant increase in sales. He hit his first $500 in December of that year, when he spent $125 on advertising. From there, he figured out that marketing was his key. He began to write even more books. In fact, between October 2018 and September 2019, John published four more titles. Like the Meditation Guide, the new books also centered around themes of enlightenment and mindfulness. They were all directed towards his target audience of, well, ordinary dudes. Sales didn't really pick up until his sixth, called A Dude's Guide to the Couch. That one was an unexpected hit, regularly bringing in $500 a month on its own. The whole time John was writing, he was also focusing on improving his advertising strategy. After learning how vital it was to the sale of the first book, he knew that learning as much as he could would be invaluable to the future of his business. This meant expanding beyond Amazon. Putting all of his advertising eggs in one platform's basket was dangerous. As he saw it, he was playing on someone else's turf. When they wanted to change the rules, his sales could plummet. This actually happened from time to time, which served as a good warning. Now, John uses many strategies. Although he's had a blog for years, it wasn't until June 2020 that he began posting on it frequently. In September 2020, he began using the service QPromote to boost his blog posts. Using this service, his posts have racked up over 12,000 shares in just the last four months. Not only that, but his sales went up by 20%. According to John, this is one of the techniques that finally allowed him to break through making $1,000 a month consistently and get the biggest bang for his book. Moving forward, he currently has six more titles he's in the middle of writing. Six, much more prolific than me. But he also wants to spend more time freelancing, which is his main source of income. Not only that, but he wants to do this while still expanding his knowledge on marketing. For a while, he was penciling in way too much work and his health began to suffer. Since then, he's decreased the workload, taking care of himself more, and his business has thrived in response. John is confident that he will continue to rise to the challenge, spreading the word about meditation, one ordinary dude at a time. So think about this idea of a large market that we historically associate with a certain type of person, whether right or wrong, maybe there's some stereotyping there. When we think about meditation, for example, you know, obviously it's not all hippie women who meditate, but what John observed is there are a lot of men who didn't connect to it or didn't relate to it, at least on a surface level. So that's the question, what other markets can we associate with a certain type of demographic or psychographic where the topic, you know, the actual thing can be relevant for lots of other people, if only the messaging has changed somehow. I think about um, in Portland, there's a, a woman-owned school for carpentry and other trades. And it's not just women-owned, it's classes for women to learn about carpentry and, you know, all these kinds of trades. I don't know the whole backstory there, but I assume that at some point they thought, you know, there could be a lot of women interested in this. But, you know, historically women are not targeted by, 
you know, other schools or workshops or classes. Uh, there's kind of an association that it's mostly men who are doing it. Anyway, it's not all about gender. You can think about something entirely different. Think about genealogy. Think about gaming. Think about something that you might not associate with younger people or with older people or with something totally different. Uh, you know, you get the idea here. It's like you take a popular movement and consider who might be missing out on it. And then that's where your opportunity is. At least that's where the potential is. So think about that today. Think about how you can mix things up. Inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is so much better. If you'd like to find the show notes for today's episode, including links to the Ordinary Dude books, anything else I mentioned, go to sidehustleschool.com slash 1501. I told you we would make it. 1501. All right, do come back tomorrow because I'm pretty confident about 1502. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.